Welcome back, family. So good to talk with you today. Welcome to Vision in the Valley. So I want to spend a little time talking about my drama, if you will. So I I said this on another episode, but just to reiterate, I had to re-record some episodes because of technical difficulty. And the technical difficulty made me feel under a pressure that I didn't have originally. When I first had the dream about it, when I first had the revelation that this was what I was supposed to do, and then right away I started, I began work. I went straight to the drawing board and started to work out what I had to do. And so after doing that and being able to record, you know, 20 plus episodes, I was really feeling good about what I was doing. I knew that I was on the right track. And I figured even if I had decided to drop content more often than I'd originally had expected, I would still be in a pretty good situation because I had so many episodes already recorded. Well, that along with work and not once, you know, going back to work and then having to work once I got home from work, like work didn't stop. And then I got sick. And then while I was sick, I didn't do anything but lie in bed for two weeks. So I say all of that to say that over the course of time since January until March, stagnation had started to occur. I was like moving, 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 moving. And it was depressing. It made me feel like, you know, when you second guess yourself about what it is you're supposed to do, like you, you were sure that this was a thing to do, but now you're like, wow, obstacles. And maybe it could even be that the supporting team that you thought you had isn't as supportive. I don't, I don't feel that way. I don't feel like I have a supporting team, so to speak, because I, I know that this is something that the Lord has put on my heart. So I'm just kind of moving forward without anyone else. I'm asking my family about it as I record, as I share a couple of things with them, but not where I'm looking for them to give me that rah, rah, you can do it kind of thing. But what I did look to for that rah, rah, if you will, was that it would come together more easily. And when it started to kind of be delayed, I don't want to say fall apart, but be delayed, that made me think about a couple of things. And the first and most important part of it was like, well, you know, if this is something that you have, you're speaking to this revelation, you're speaking to this dream, what else do you need? It doesn't have to be uncomplicated. It doesn't have to be easy. But if it's something that you know that the Lord's put on your heart, you have to move it in that energy and just do it and take some of your own advice. One of my first, as a matter of fact, my intro speaks to getting some joy out of the thing that you do, whether it's in this case, the podcast or my workplace, get some joy out of it because that's what it's all about, the journey of it. So I said, okay, fine. Then it prompted me to think about service. So Pastor Hannah and Pastor Glenn are delivering a series this month entitled The Games of Life. And they are wonderful in the way they deliver the same, you know, they get together, they decide on the message that they're going on, or, or maybe the message decided 
um, for them by the way of the spirit. But they come to one accord with one another about what they're going to share with us, teach us. And this is being taught throughout, not just in service, but then all the supporting events thereafter, right? Meaning the afterglow, the Bible study, just everything after that is in unison. And so this series was about the games of life. And the very first message was red light, green light. And I kind of feel like I'm in red light, green light. If you remember that game where you you run, you're trying to advance to this line to win. But when red light is uh, yelled out, you stop. I thought about that. That's pretty much how my journey with this podcast started. I was on green and I'm moving, moving, moving. And there's red light and I'm stopping. I'm like stagnant. And I felt like a little bit of movement with green and now I'm back on. And for those who don't know anything about the game, it may sound a little foreign, but we grew up playing these these kinds of games. And uh, it's really funny the way that they deliver the message. You'll have to go back and check out New Life and see how they, because they have a different way of unraveling the testimony and the story and a lesson. So this past week was about dodgeball and another game of life. The dodgeball meaning dodging the hits that the enemy is throwing your way and the even the bigger lesson even with Jesus taking that hit for you so that somebody can jump in front of that dodgeball and catch that hit for you. And so all of that kind of, you know, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yes, yeah, you're so right. And on my way to work, this morning, I thought about, yeah, they're absolutely right. There's yet another game. And so now I'm thinking about Miss Pac-Man. So I'm going to digress for a moment. When I would go to work and come home, I'd worked all day. I stayed when working longer than eight hours. And then when I would get home, I would be so tired that I didn't have room for anything else, but I would find myself working still. And then on the weekend, when I really should be enjoying my family, my space, my own time, I'm working. Like I really had started to feel like a robot. And so when I think about Miss Pac-Man, I think about how the, so I'm going to describe it for those who play the game, and I know there's got to be lots of us. I love the games even still. But it's similar to our lives in that the strategy to get to the, the next level, so to speak, it's not about just clearing the board. I remember playing with, with folks, and their strategy would be just clear the board out. It doesn't matter if you've gobbled up any of the ghosts that are floating around in there. Just get to the next board. Just get to the next board. Just clearing boards. And that is so opposite of what life is really about. You're not supposed to just go through. Those little dots on that little board represents the mundane, the day-to-day life. And then you've got those larger little pellets, which are the power pellets. In order for us to be able to gobble those ghosts, we have to have had a power pellet. And those power pellets only last for so long. And it's like real energy, right? So for me in life to be able to really defeat the enemy or to stay on course with what the Lord has put on my my heart, on my spirit, I got to rest. I've got to re-energize myself because my hits are coming left and right. And without those power pellets, I can do nothing against, you know, these ghosts, so to speak. Right. So part of the strategy 
is to learn how to navigate that board with using your power pellets at the right time. You wouldn't go through that board and just eat up all the dots and eat up all the power pellets and just and just go on to the next board. For what? Because once you get to those bonus rounds, you know, when you start seeing the cherries and the fruits and the bananas and all that good stuff, that's those are bonuses obviously right but it the bonus points are are bonuses those are just the things that you get on top of what you've been doing on the regular boards and so in life when we are able to move through the course of life by strategizing by you know and it's not even just our strategy the lord puts all kinds of help in front of us like which way to go he 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 answers when we ask which way am I supposed to go? I've never not been told exactly. It may just be a matter of weight, but I've always been told what I need to do to, to progress next. And I just thought about how closely in tune our lives are to this Pac-Man game. Like literally, if you try to do too much without power pellets, you're killed. You know, you <laughs> you have to go back. If you just clear the board and not strategize, like using those power pellets to get, you know, you feel really good when you go through there, you eat that power pellet and you're able to gobble three goes like boom, boom, boom. You know how that goes. You remember that. That is what it's about. It's about using your resources at the right moments. Why, why would you eat that energy? Why would you do that and then not conquer that next mountaintop that next victory and so the more and more I thought about it I was thinking to myself they are absolutely right there are probably hundreds of games we can think of that relate to that we grew up playing right that relate to the the games of life but when I walk away from this particular idea I want to walk away knowing that I need to rest I need to make sure that I'm at my best and my at my best means fully energized and energized meaning I'm plugging into the thing that energizes me. So for me, that's definitely the church. It's not just Sunday service because Sunday service is just the beginning of it all. I find that when I lean in more, the more I'm able to recall. So you have to do more than just, oh, I went to church on Sunday. No, you got to you gotta lean in more to really get that full energy source that you need. And we'll talk about that as, you know, as I progress, but that's something I've learned. But disconnection, I'm, I'm going to go back into the, you know, flesh part of this, like disconnecting from work. If there's something that you're supposed to be doing in addition to your, uh, your work life, which I would hope you have something that is important to you, you have to disconnect. It hasn't been a problem for me to disconnect from hanging out or friends or anything like that. It's been work. Work has been a thing that's really been driving me crazy because I feel like my work is important and I know that I it's needed. But at the end of the day, if I don't re-energize, I'm not as powerful as I could possibly be. So following that strategy, like enjoying the board, I don't want to just move on to the next level without enjoying the board a little. And when I know that I'm up against some in, on this Pac-Man thing, you obviously can see the ghosts as they are coming your way. They still catch you off guard because you don't know if they're going to turn or come directly toward you. But you can kind of strategize as you gobble down that power pellet to be able to conquer them. And I just look at that as conquering of our, our own enemy. 
There are some things that we'll see, some things that we'll know that are coming our way, and some things that will just kind of creep up on us. But being close to your power source is already... See, that's something I wasn't even thinking about. Let me, let me let me put that in there too. Being close to your power source, being right there so that you can feed and, and have that readily available is another way of looking at like your Bible studies. Like I attend, I definitely do that now. And I've, have, I have been going to Afterglow. For us, it's a shorter version of Bible study. It's more like music is infused into it you have to really stop on in and, and see what they're doing there because all those things together have really uh, rejuvenated my spirit and kind of gotten me back on track but I just wanted to realign myself with the mission that I'm supposed to be doing and I wanted to remind you all that we all go through it whether it's an illness you know whether it is um, something happening in the family whether it's something with work like I've been so tired. Like I feel like the person who I get up in the morning, I make up my bed, you know, of course I'm getting dressed and all that good stuff. And then hours later I'm coming home and I'm taking my bed down so I can get back in the bed. And I do this over and over again. There is no life in between that. But once I, I've committed to coming home, leaving work at work, and I want to work as hard for the Lord as I do for the place that I work for. That's essentially what the, the bottom line is. If I can put that many hours into the workplace, even when I'm tired, surely I can put this together because he put it on my spirit to do so. So that is what I'm doing now. I'm reconnecting with you all, re-recording and hoping and praying that it'll serve some inspiration for you. So yeah, games of life. That's so funny because like I said, both pastors are delivering those messages. But I thought about this morning, the fact that Ms. Pac-Man being one of my favorite arcade games is really about that. Going through the dot, 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 dots. This is the mundane, everyday life power pellets where we plug in to be able to beat the enemy and just applying it to a a spiritual standpoint and then not just wanting to clear the board without actually winning like just go for the next level the next level just to be on the next sport no let's go through this with some strategy some real victories but it was great to get back in touch with you guys and I look forward to getting back on track with delivering the content as I was supposed to.